This is Deepa from DeepaBarrar.com, and you're listening to the Hello, Deep and Beauty welcome Podcast. back to the Deep Beauty Podcast. My name is Deepa Barrar, and I'm here to inspire you all to live a deeply beautiful life. I'm so excited today for today's episode, guys. This guest, I've been following her for a very long time, and we finally got to sit down and chat. Her name is Kamana Buskarin. She's a working mom wife and she's a full time she has a full time job she's sharing her tips and templates on cooking organizing making your finances easier just all sorts of really helpful hacks welcome to the podcast thanks deepa thank you so much for having me yeah no i'm like i said i've been following you for a while i think when i first started following you you were your focus was more on the fashion side of things um, but now you've involved a lot of your life hacks, which have been super helpful. I'm so excited to have you on. So I want to get into your story. Sure. Why don't you let us know a little bit about your background and like how you got to the point where you are right now? Well, likewise, I'm a big fan of yours. I really appreciate that you share like real and authentic content. So I just want to say thank you because I'm actually a big fan of yours as well. Oh, um, to maybe kick things off on how I got started. So, you know, typical kind of South Asian upbringing. I focused on my education and really wanted to make sure that I had like a corporate job once I graduated to just be financially independent, financially mm-hmm. secure. And I got majored in finance. I actually worked in management consulting for 13 years. So I had wow. a really long career in management consulting. And then we moved to Singapore. I worked at Facebook and, uh, and led wow. product and services operations for Facebook for all of Asia Pacific. And then we're back in the States and I work in the med device industry. So throughout this whole time that I've had this kind of corporate career, I always wanted a creative outlet. I've always had this creative side to me. I've always just loved creating content, um, whether it's art or music or even just you know telling stories. I've always just really loved creativity. And so I started a blog way back, maybe five years ago, just as like a little fun project to do on the side. And that kind of transitioned into my Instagram where I share, like you mentioned, tips, hacks, and templates on just how to make life easier. I love that. I love that you put so much helpful information out there because like a lot of the times it's nice to see inspirational things, but to have actual tools and tactics that people can use, that's amazing to me. Well, that's really, honestly, when I would go through my Instagram, when I first started, I would see these aspirational, beautiful photos where everything looks picture perfect. Mm -hmm. And I'll be honest, I tried to do that too. Like I tried to do the fashion blogging thing and I just wasn't that great. It's really funny looking back at it. (laughs) And it never felt like me because I'm like, why am I going outside with a face full of makeup in a random park (laughs) wearing a dress, you know, and like having, you know, asking my mom or my friend and now my husband to take my pictures. It just, Mm -hmm. it never felt right. And be honest, that content, you could tell it never really felt like it was me. I think I was trying to be somebody else. And once I just started thinking, what would I want to see on social media? What do I want to see more of? And for me, that's useful, meaningful content. And as a working mom, those are tips, hacks, and templates. Um, For example, one day on my Insta stories, I shared a budget template that I use to help track my monthly expenses. Mm -hmm. I just shared like one or two stories of like, hey, I'm doing my finance check-in. Let me know if you would be interested. Yeah. Didn't think anything about it. Within 24 hours, I had over a thousand people message me to get oh, a copy of the template. Wow. And so far, it's had over 25,000 downloads. Oh my so, gosh. Yeah. And so just like that really showed me, I think that was my big kind of aha moment where people really do want useful useful things. Yes. And so I started kind of putting my content towards what I really found useful. And I think hopefully that's been resonating with with people. 
Well, I'm definitely going to be checking out the budget template after this. <laughs> that's so exciting. I'm also, just for anybody that's listening, I'll have all of um, Kamana's links in the blog post for this episode. You can go check it out at deepabrar.com. Awesome. So, okay. Um, what I want to know is mm-hmm. what sort of led you um, to the social media world? Because like we said, you're, you know, you've got your full-time job. You are now a wife. You're a mom. You have all full plate, yet you still manage to have enough time and energy to put into your social media career, which you are a regular poster. You are not somebody that just kind of comes and goes. What sort of led you to that, wanting to do that? You know, that's a good question. Uh, So really how it all started was I was actually at grad school doing my executive master's at Columbia. And we had to do a school project on just uh, building some sort of creative uh, collaborative community. So I had a school project where I had to build a collaborative community. So I thought, why don't I bring kind of South Asian women? across the world together to really talk about real topics. So that was my community. Um, I put it together and I thought, what's the easiest way for me to start that was to do a blog. So I shared it with my professor and he was like, look, this is awesome. I can tell you're really passionate about it. You have to promise once we're done with this class, you'll continue your community that you're building. He's like, because I think you're onto something here. So that was really like the impetus of how I got started. It was actually just a school project in grad school. Um, And then I just continued it. So I started with the blog. And one thing I found is that like having kind of a ultimate bigger mission was what kind of kept me going. And that's really the content isn't about me. It's not about to showcase like a perfect life or, you know, Mm -hmm. what I'm wearing. It's really just about to help other people and any way that I can. And so having that kind of bigger vision of making it where it's bigger than myself, I think has also helped keep me going. And kind of also, it's just a fun creative outlet. So I always tell myself, if I'm not having fun, don't do it, right? Because posting on Instagram can feel like a full-time job sometimes. Oh my God, for sure. And so for me, I think also I take breaks. I make sure that I don't make Instagram my life. I actually Mm -hmm. limit the amount of time I spend on social media. I don't check too many people's stories or Mm -hmm. kind of what's going on. I really try to focus my time to make sure I'm really putting out the content that I want to see and then making sure that, you know, Instagram isn't my full life. It's just a part of me. So, you know, that's pretty amazing. I think that you have a really well balanced approach to this whole thing uh, because I know a lot of people can kind of get like caught up in one side or the other. For people that are listening that are maybe thinking about, you know, starting an Instagram or starting a social media, their social media career, do you have any tips for them um, in terms of keeping that balance? Because a lot of of the listeners are, are, you know, they're young moms or they're new wives or they've got like some sort of shift in life happening. Do you have any tips for them? Sure. I think what first is always just get started. It's really easy to overthink things like, oh, I don't have a professional camera or I don't know how to edit videos. Just start, even just post your first TikTok and honestly have fun with it. I think the second thing is I've learned is if you really want to grow, content has to be king. If you can mm-hmm. make your content something that's shareable, that people find valuable, that people mm-hmm. want to save, that really will take you kind of to that next level. So I think first is just get started. But second, think of what's the value that you're adding. You know, for some people, the value that they're adding is like maybe a fun or a little break from reality, right? And that's right. kind of the aspirational stuff that we see on social media. I think for me, you know, the value that I'm adding is real life practical kind of tools and templates to help people. So that's kind of my niche that I've started. And so that's kind of what I would say is just start and then make sure you have valuable content. 
I love that. That's very helpful. So in terms of like your journey that you've gone through with all of this, has there been a moment that has been, or any sort of like time in life that has been really tough that, for you to navigate? And, and can you kind of share, if you're comfortable, sort of what helped you get through that? Sure. I think, you know, I'll be honest, I think right now is kind of a tough time, right? We're all indoors right now with Mm -hmm. COVID-19. You know, I'm full-time working mom trying to balance, you know, two kids, a career and the side hustle. And I think for me, really what I do is when I tell myself when I'm down is really truly just focus on what I have, right? Like this is where I am today is what I always dreamed of, right? Like I have, you know, an amazing family, I have an amazing husband and, you know, I've shared actually on my Instagram uh, when I was single South Asian you know not married I was 30 people were t- over 30 and people were telling me you know you have to settle down <laughs> oh yeah you have to get married and yeah. so and that actually really resonated that I shared with people that you know don't listen to what all the aunties are telling you like oh, yeah. you don't have to settle down before a certain age you don't have to have kids before you don't a certain have to age. settle exactly yeah. there's no age right like yeah. you don't have to have kids before you have 35 right like there's all these things and so for that's I guess what's kind of gotten me through it is just focusing on what I already have and kind of putting all that noise aside and just knowing that it's noise everybody will have their own thoughts and opinions but knowing totally. what you want and then kind of focusing on that is really what helps me get through the tough times and then how were how, how were your parents with all that because I know it can be really tough for a lot of people to get their parents on board with the fact that they might want to pursue a career or they might want to pursue you know single life and like, you know, kind of sow their wild oats or whatever before they get married. <laughs> I think, you know, I traveled the world. I had a really you know, full on career. So I think for me, I, you know, there was a lot of pressure for my family, but I think just kind of always knowing that I wanted to be in control of my own life was the, the biggest deciding factor, right? Like everybody was telling me to settle down, you know, we should get married before a certain age. But I really felt like I wanted to focus on the things I want to accomplish in life, mm-hmm. keep doing that. And then the right guy will find me at the right time. And that's, yeah. I found my husband on shadi.com, totally oh, nice. by random, but like, you know, and uh, you, when I was like, oh, almost 32 and it's just like, and then things just, you know, two kids later, you know, happily married and so yeah. I think that's kind of the biggest thing is just like you don't really have to uh, do what other people are telling you like if you just focus oh, totally. on what your own strengths are and what you want to achieve you kind of have that laser vision and then you kind of just leave the sides yeah I think that like when you do end up getting married and having the kids and quote-unquote settling down um, that you feel happier when you're at that moment because you got to do all the things that you wanted to do Absolutely. And just I think for all like all the South Asian like women out there, you know, I think we all can say this like getting married or having children, you know, that's not the be all end all. Like you're still the same problems you had before, the same problems you're gonna have now. So really just understanding what your own strengths are, what you want to achieve in life and still focusing on that, you know, that's doing that before and after marriage and kids. I love the fact that you guys met online. Like I'm a big proponent of that. I feel like and people always ask me like, how can you just put yourself out there like that? Because Derek and I met on match.com. And um, but to me, like the way I look at it is like, it's kind of like being on like the bachelorette where like a computer program has picked 25 eligible bachelors for you. And now it's your time to like weed them out. Absolutely. I mean, I was always like, oh my gosh, Javi.com, but hey, it worked. So. It worked. Yeah. I mean, look at you now, right? Yeah. So, okay. Um, I know that you mentioned um, that at this time, it's a little bit difficult with balancing everything, but like, do you have any tips for people listening that have a full plate like you that have, 
you know, children that have a husband, that have a home to take care of, that have a full-time job and then still have a side hustle or dreams of a side hustle? Yeah, I mean, for me, I think it really is just uh, like no prioritizing. And so for, as I always think like, what are my priorities for the day? What are my priorities for the week? What is it for the month? What is it for the year? It's all about prioritization. And so like my family is my number one thing. And so mm-hmm. if I know that I'm on my phone too much, I'm like, put that phone down. It's family time is first. You know, second is my career, making sure that I have a you know solid in my career. I'm so thankful right now to even have a job, right? Oh, yeah. And so I think just making sure that I understand what my priorities are. And then third, you know, like Instagram, I prioritize. I only have a tiny window of time where I can create content. And so one thing I really, I think I've been uh, doing is asking my audience what they want to see. So yesterday I was like, I put too much salt in my doll. Do you guys want to see a hack on how I fix that? I got like hundreds and hundreds of people saying, yes, please share hacks on how to save Indian food. I posted (laughs) the video today and like it already has more views on like some, you know, like my videos that have been posted for, you know, a little bit of time. And so I just realized like just asking people what they want to see. And it's also the easiest things. Like I, again, you know, this is a hack putting boiled potato in to get rid of too much salt in your food, right? It's just something so small that people just found it useful. And so that's what I'm really doing is I prioritize my time. I ask my audience what would be valuable for them to kind of see and what they want to hear. And then um, the third thing is I just have fun doing it, right? Like if it's not fun, then you're not going to want to keep going. So I always make sure like, is this fun? Is this something that I would want to see? Is this something that I'm enjoying doing? You know, I think that's a really great way of looking at it. Is, Is it something that you would want to see because I've, I've noticed with your content too, like I said, like I remember following you from back when you were doing fashion posting and I think I caught a video that you had posted just the other day. It was, I think it was tips on inter- intermittent fasting maybe, but it yeah, was just yeah. so helpful. <laughs> like I'm loving the content. Well, and I think that's a transition of like just posting a pretty fashion picture for me. This is my own personal thing. But it's like, what value am I giving to other people? It's a pretty picture. What can I kind of share? So I share like how I my postpartum kind of fitness and getting strong journey. And like mm. that included exercise, that included intermittent fasting, drinking water. Like I yeah. posted a video on my five favorite ways to drink hot water. And like people just love that video because it's something you can do at home. Like it's so easy. It's literally like putting different things in hot water and then drinking it. And that kind of helps with your skin. It can help with your metabolism. And so I've just found these kind of easy little tips that I personally do. And I love sharing them with others. I love that. I love that. Okay, so in terms of what's to come next, like what more can we see from you in the future? I personally just always want to keep growing and keep helping others. And so that's kind of what always keeps me going is what can I do next that's even bigger and better? And how can I help people in a more meaningful way? Um, so one thing I've discovered that I really like recently is TikTok. And so I feel oh, like I'm one of the oldest so people fun. on TikTok. <laughs> no, I am definitely I the oldest person. Like I am the oldest person. <laughs> but what I love is that it's you can have so much fun with it. Yes. And I think Instagram became a place where it has to be like a picture perfect. Everything has to look yeah. like Instagram worthy, curated. Yeah. Where TikTok, you can just be silly. You can do a dance move off beat. It doesn't have to be perfect. Yeah. Just have fun. And I feel like that transition has really just helped me. Like I've totally embraced TikTok. I posted one little fun video about making pancake cereal Indian style. Oh, and it has like 30,000 views on TikTok. Oh my gosh. I have 70 followers. 
followers. And they talk about my video has 30,000 views. And so it's just like that. It's just what I should like taught me is just like when you have fun with something, like I think people kind of can sense that. And then that's the kind of content that does well. So yeah. So TikTok. we'll be seeing like more TikToks. More TikToks, I know. I love it. <laughs> Honestly, I just got onto TikTok maybe like a month or two ago and it's so much fun. I have to follow you. What's your TikTok handle? It's Deepa.Barar. Deepa.Barar. Awesome. I'll, I'll, I'll follow you. I'm so excited because that's just like a fun little space to just like have a little let loose and have fun. Yeah. And, and it's so addictive to watch and it's just like little like 15 second videos, like they're not even that long and you're just like, oh, and you learn so much too. I honestly, like the, I love, I found so many little tips and hacks just on TikTok. Like I really love learning just like little ideas. So more TikToks and then we'll see more of you on Instagram. Um, Anything else that we'll be seeing from you in the next little while? Um, I think more just like I mentioned that budget template went pretty like people really enjoyed that. I also made a meal plan template and that Mm. also did really well. So at some point I think I want to start a newsletter where I just kind of put together maybe my favorite things for the week or recipes for what I'm making and you know, my Mm. grocery list and just share that with other people so they can leverage it and you know, just like kind of a schedule. So I'm trying to think of like a newsletter. So that may be something that's coming up in the next couple of months. That's awesome. Okay. So can you let everybody know your social media handles so they can follow you? Kamna Baskaran, K-A-M-A-N-A-B-H-A-S-K-A-R-A-N. And same on TikTok if you want to follow me on there. I'm definitely going to. Yay. <laughs> Thank you so much for taking the time to be on the podcast. Thanks, Sipa. I really enjoyed it. Thank you. Yay. Yay.